Three, two, one. Yo, yo, yo. Back. Another episode of the Marlo G Podcast. It's your boy. It's your boy. Marlo G. Marlo G. Today. I ain't even playing with y'all. Today. I got two fifths, which make three fifths. The FOB. Nigga, do you hear me? Yo. I got Trend in the building. What up, big bro? Hey, top of the morning. Top of the morning. And I got Cuzzo in the motherfucking building. What's Yo, good, Cuzzo? What's happening? What's happening? Yo, man, we decided to do a Memorial Day FOB weekend. Tried to get all the members together, but you know, three fifths ain't bad, man. Not three bad fifths at all. ain't bad at all. So we got us a little spot, man. We out here in Jacksonville. We just hanging out. Real deal. Early in the morning type shit. We just up, having a conversation. Yeah, you know how the podcast go, man. So. We're just going to talk about some shit, man. What's been going on, man? What's been going on with you, Trent, bro? How you been living, bro? Bro, honestly, with the whole pandemic, I just find it as a blessing in disguise, you feel me? It's been more self-evaluation and stuff like that. I got time to look at myself, think about my family, my close ones. That's a fact. I start, you know, honing in more on our relationship as FOB and stuff like that. It just was, a, I guess, a uh, clearing moment for me. Clear your head. Get yourself the wraparound things and stuff like that. Yeah, man. Uh, stacking and staying out the way, bro. Right, that's stacking and staying out the I motherfucking feel, way, bro. I feel like if you ain't made no money during this pandemic, <laughs> you ain't doing. You ain't got a right, hustling bro. bone in your body, nah, baby. Man. Bro, I know so, motherfuckers hustling off the unemployment and shit. I'm about bro. to like, say, bro. motherfuckers is hustling. Like, yo, this is the perfect time, bro. No work, all pay. <laughs> Yeah, this shit right. Yeah, man. This we gotta get the essentials going for y'all here so we can get this good talking. You understand? That's you all. Feel me? That's all that is. Man, for me, bro, honestly, bro, I, my work schedule been the exact same. So the only difference is, you know, all the childcare shit's closed. So I had to figure out what I was gonna do with Nala. Because you know school closed, all the childcare yeah, stuff closed. Hold in on that for a second, bro, because a lot of folks don't, you know what I'm saying? A lot of folks know Marlon. But they don't know, you know what I'm saying, Marlo G. To me, Marlo G is the nigga that tells the stories, you know, more stories to tell and stuff like that. So give us a rundown of how is it with this pandemic, bro, that you got in Isla, bro, and you are a single father, bro. Because a lot of folks, they only see surface deep, bro. the skin deep, bro. They don't, yeah. they don't go past nothing. A lot of motherfuckers be giving me props, man, talking about I'm doing this dad shit good. I be, I'm like, yo, I'm, thank you. I appreciate that. This shit is not easy, though. <laughs> Shit's not easy at all, man. But the toughest thing for me, man, was finding somebody to watch her, bro. Like, I wanted to find, especially when things first popped off and you wasn't really exactly sure what was what. I was just trying to make sure that I had her in safe environments. I didn't have her going to this person's house this day, this person's house the next day. Because every person she get in contact with, I got to try to account for who all they get in contact with and bringing it back to her and stuff, you feel me? So, I was trying to keep her around Columbia. Like, send her to different people's houses at first, you know, using up my little resources, man. But I just didn't want to put her at risk like that because I wasn't sure what was going on. So I had to, you know, leaning in on some of the family. Had an aunt down in Jacksonville who, um, she got two young boys that's around Nala age. And she was homeschooling them. Had to set up with the computer and all that stuff, so. Side note, that's why we linked in Jacksonville. We got to make it happen any way possible. You feel me? Everybody was shout out to Upton for that too. But you think about it though, oh, yeah. this was kind of oh, it was kind of like together. the midway, yeah, man. This was kind of like the midway point between all of us. I mean, I mean, because it was the closest because you came across from Tally. Yo, Tally, like, old family. He was like what, 
three, four? Yeah, three and a half coming from Polk County. And I was like four and some change coming from Columbia, South Carolina. So, shit, that shit worked out. That shit worked out, man. You make time for what's important. You got to make time for what's important. And uh, my boys, my brothers, they're important. Mm -hmm. You know, others had prior obligations and stuff like that. But just when we do get together, I ain't make the last outing that we had. I had to sit in on FaceTime and shit like that, but. That shit be hurting. They do. <laughs> yeah, I ain't even gonna lie. Bryce called yesterday. Bryce was hurting. And we was right. laughing and having fun. He's like, I wanna be there in spirit. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Shout out to Bryce, man. Yeah, B. B. White. White. Shout out to motherfucking B. White, man. That's uh, we got a new addition right to the family. A new addition to the family. FOB keep growing. Yeah, congratulations, brother. Yeah, man. Being Most definitely. A new father. That's you know big. That's, that's big, bro. That's big. A father to a little girl at that, bro. That's big. <laughs> That's yeah. big, bro. I don't want to get too racial, but we, hey, you know what we are, mm -hmm. so. That's starting to change, though. I feel like that, that um, stigma is starting to change because I'm seeing way too many black dads out here doing their thing, bro. So ain't no way they can keep saying that shit. Too many examples out here. Way too many examples out here. Yes. You got two positive examples right now in FOB, so. I got to say, since we've been younger and getting older, it, the the tide has definitely started to shift and change. Like, it's going away to where mothers are like, oh, her dad, this, that, cool. No, dads are definitely present. Yeah, nah. Um, we tired. We shit. We tired of that shit, too. Mm -hmm. Been talking down on us and stuff, man. Like, honestly, though, we're getting into a generation where it's now acceptable to speak in a safe place for what you're going through. That's real. Because black men... For so long, had to Definitely. bite your damn tongue and take that shit like a man yeah, and yeah. blah, 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 not defend your name. So now that we are actually opening up and telling our half of the story, yeah, things are painting a really good picture overall. And, you know, not as many clashing and headaches of the past as happened. That's a good-ass point, bro. Really. I, I wouldn't nah. even think about that. You're definitely right. Hell yeah. Because I, I started opening up. I talk to my brothers more about my situations now rather than me holding it in. Mm -hmm. Just like stuffing Mentos in a Pepsi, bro. Yeah, that's a fact, bro. And that's trying to put going. the cap on it, bro. You're nah. going mm -mm. to pop, dog. That shit going to pop, man. And that ain't good for nobody, It ain't healthy, bro. no. That shit ain't good for nobody. Because by the time it normally get to that point, ain't nobody, ain't nothing nobody can do to help you. You feel me? Like, you already done. You already you're too dead. far gone. Yeah, man. So it's good to have them conversations, bro. And it's good that it's good that it's more comfortable for us to have them conversations. It's, it's like you know, it's more cool now for people to have them conversations that um, that stigma ain't with it no more. Of course, cause shit, we got a lot of shit to unpack, bro. Yeah, it's a lot of shit we deal with on a <laughs> daily basis bro. as men, as black men in this country, in a lot of countries. But we're just always, talking about this one. Always, when I tell you, when you talking about men, always separate black men. Because it's different. It's a different experience. People look at you different. People feel a different level of comfortability when they're around you. People have different expectations of you. They're coming in to their encounter with you with different notions. Like, mm -hmm. So it's just like they be on guard or they be afraid or like, and they don't even know you. Because their perception has already been you feel you know, me? painted. That How you don't like me, painted, but you yeah. don't know me. Like it's already been painted. It's already in your been head. painted, man. It's already been painted, and it, it's painted. It's not even in a subliminal way. It's real, like in your face. Like, it's, oh, it's hard to open. Look, it's, yeah, look how gotta... you know. Just the characters that we play in TV shows and movies, what they show about us on the news. Like anytime they show an encounter with large groups of 
black people versus encounters of large groups of like white people, their interactions with law enforcement be different. Like they just show different images to give you a different side and a different perspective of what it is when you encounter black people. That is just like when people see black people, bro, they automatically come up with assumptions like, you know, like say I'm, I'm wearing my mask and I'm walking through a store or whatever. The look that I get is a little different than the look anybody else with a mask on oh, would get because it's be always a like one too, bro. Let that bitch be black or, or cloth blue or something. Or something. You yep, feel yep. me? Like it's always like a little bit of hesitation, and then it's just like, oh wait, no, everybody wearing masks. Like it's always that first initial, just like, whoa, hold on, okay, okay, I'm good. Like and it's like, man, just because somebody look different, like just because I choose to wear my hair a certain style, or I choose to grow out my facial hair, or I choose to, you know, like wear black clothes or. You and, can tell on some people's face, too. Man, like, look, they can't hide it, man. Especially it's, when you walk in the store. They cannot hide it, yo. People like, can't hide it. They all uptight while you in the store, da-da-da-da-da. You go to check out, and then they hear your voice. They hear you speak with professionalism. They hear you enunciate and pronounce your words, and then it's like, oh, a sigh of relief for them. Like, damn, why I couldn't get that from off the rip? It's like, I got to do stuff to put you at ease. Right. <laughs> but y'all ain't doing nothing to put me at ease. I'm walking around with all this angst and anxiety just as well, like. Bruh, I've never one time saw the police get behind me and felt like, oh, I'm safe now. Like, <laughs> I, I guess I've never been in a situation where I needed them in that capacity. I ain't never been in that situation either, bro. So you, you no, speak facts. I've never once seen the police and just been like, oh, I feel safe now, bro. Like, they keep it's always you like, just oh, like, shit. you feel me? Your heart rate go up, bro. You start like sweating or whatever. Like, why? Why is that a natural reaction we get from the people that's supposed to be our protectors? Like, things like that. We deal with it on a daily basis. Like, every action we make, for the most part, bro, we got to think about it twice. Not just, like, the action itself, but what's going to be the consequences of that action. Right. A lot of people don't got to deal with that reality. We are taught that. Like, that is embedded in us. And it don't matter if you was born here or if you come here, bro, to give you a crash course. Like, you black and you in this country, bro, it's a certain set of rules you got to go by because people ain't going to ask you where you from first. Mm -hmm. They're going to assume just based on how you look. So that shit is... It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Obviously, it's getting better. We're not going to sit here and flex and make it seem like they still out here, like, just grabbing random niggas off the streets and lynching them. But they catch not? you. They are, but they're not doing it in the great numbers. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Like, and we have these platforms where we can talk about shit and stuff like that. So, it's getting better in that aspect, but it's still not where it need to be. Man, a lot of that starts with us, y'all. We got to be loving on one another. Your next black, door, next door neighbor. The one that's in the grocery store. Because this shit that just happened with uh, Aubrey, it had been two months before they tried to go pick up anybody and put prosecution on them and everything like that. Because they figure, hey, these Negroes will go kill each other. So they don't care if we knock one of them off. Nah, nah. So right. that's why it took two months. If we love each other just like how we did and started posting on social media in a rage like how we did a few weeks ago and made some shit shake... That, that really lets you know how powerful we are. They know that can't walk. Mm -hmm. Let's address that real quick because that's one of the most aggravating things to your brother. When people compare what they have created to be known as black-on-black -black crime to racial crimes. Because there's a major difference between someone killing somebody in their own vicinity for resources. Yep. And someone going out their way to kill 
someone of a different of color. somebody of a different race culture or anything so people have to be cognizant of that like you have to understand what you're saying oh a black person kills a black person all the time you sound ridiculous ridiculous when you say that. man absolutely you ridiculous. counterproductive you're not speaking on anything worth addressing you just barking out talking points bro shit you you heard on fox news or whatever that's like. that's their go-to but All, most crime happens in in proximity exactly. so the stores that's close to you that's gonna be the ones you rob the people that's close to you that's gonna be the ones you kill like right it gotta be the, the stigma that we're put in so if you go to like middle of the country like ohio or you know it's gonna be a lot of white on white crime like but we ain't talking about it like it's a category of things it's way more white people in America than it is black people. But let's talk about, you just said, white on white <laughs> crime. We not know that to be a point? Like, what is that? No, it's never been made. Asian on Asian crime. No. Hispanic Everything else is crime, but with black people, it gets it's black on black. It's own category. They don't you even say like, minority on minority crime. It's black on black, bro. Spanish and black. They want to say exactly. That's what they'll call it. That's crazy. So, with that, I'm just like, uh, we got to be cognizant of our word choice because we submit to a certain lingo and certain when talk. You, you're right. And when we say things, we bring life and attention to it without right. addressing the actual factual situation and problems. Right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, man. And it might seem like it's extra work. Oh, it's just a conversation. Oh, we just talking. But it's so important because people latch on to words and they use quotes. You feel what I'm saying? And that's how they try to paint a narrative of you that ain't necessarily... What you are, bro. And I learned that, bro, from dealing with females. Like, you having a conversation with a female, bro, you say one line, bro, they'll latch on to that. They'll latch on to that line, regardless of everything else you might have said before and after. So that it's like a, a life lesson, bro. You got to be careful what words you use and how you say things to people Definitely. because motherfuckers out here take advantage of your words, bro. And you don't realize how much power that shit got until the situation is too, you know, it's too big or it's too late. All right. And like Uggen said, who created the stigma for those words? You feel me? Who created that phrase, black on black crime? It wasn't black folks. Come on, man. But so, in the same sense, they were jackers for our words as well. Right. You got to be cognizant because <coughs> last time oh, I they checked. they great with wordplay, bro. Not better than me, but they good. <laughs> because uh, last time I checked, it started off with black lives matter. Nah, and now it's a right. whole blue lives matter? Come on now. Yeah. Be real. Like, be more realistic. Be more original. Yeah. Like you, they took the, they hijacked the whole movement and, by the same and words. And then the stigma from Black Lives Matter was so positive, and they made it such a negative, so such fast. A negative thing, bro. No like, coincidence. Like, hey, that's crazy. Did we ever see any other, let's say, European hate groups, villainized so quickly and like abruptly? Like, there's no you, other you organization that's that, brother. Oh, we People can drive around with a swastika. Oh, they're good people. Biggest day <laughs> in their car. They're good people. All day. Free pomo, like a mug. <laughs> Dare you to say something about it, too. <laughs> White Americans can fly a Confederate flag on the back of their truck. To this day. To this day. And not get messed with. You better not say nothing to Karen. I can have my seatbelt on. I can be in the fishbowl car. <laughs> Ten and two. This and motherfuckers still gonna put the lights on me. Yeah, bro. Yes, bro. <laughs> but, uh, you fit the description, bro. Yeah. Now, you know how scary that shit is, You look bro. suspicious. How the hell? You know how scary that shit is, bro? Because I, everywhere, shit. everywhere I go. That's what that is, monkey shit. Everywhere I go, bro, somebody always say I look like somebody. You know how scary that shit is, bro? Because at any point, the police could pull me over and be like, yo, I fit the description. Like, and depending on where you at and what mood they in, bro, like, 
People can lock you up and then find a reason after the fact. Me and Cuzzo got locked up for some bullshit, bro. Nigga, don't put my business out like that. Water under the bridge, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't a law by citizen. Nah, go ahead. Allegedly. Hey, hey. <laughs> we ain't gonna speak on it, y'all, but that was a wild Allegedly. night. Allegedly. Ooh. Allegedly. Allegedly. I threw up in my car and cleaned it. Allegedly. Oh, memories. Allegedly. I got swung on in the club. Hypothetically speaking. <laughs> right. If this situation did happen. This is how it would have went down. <laughs> Somebody would have sat outside the club for four hours while everybody else was in the club. Man, just disappeared in there and showed the fuck back up. Like, nigga, where you been, bro? They told me about this whole incident after I was not there. <laughs> how long? I'm in statute of limitations. How long is that? I know, right? I'm about to say, I think we got some time. All right, cool. <laughs> but I, but right, I was, the point I was trying to get across is, like, police officers don't really necessarily need a legit reason to lock you up. They can lock you up just based on suspicion. Unless your name's Karen. You feel me? Karen ain't going. Like, and it's like, they can, like, Middle-aged white take women. Care, no, sir. take away some of your rights, like, or delay some of your rights, bro, just to put you in uncomfortable positions. And if you ain't never been in a situation and you don't know exactly how to act, they coerce you, all type of shit, man. So, it's so much. You just said a very valid point. The way to act. I'm not gonna lie to you. As black men, we act a lot. Yeah, man. <laughs> There's a lot of acting we going on. We react a lot. We yeah. react a lot. We, we act let, a lot. You feel like, me? We, we have do, the... the world does shit to us, bro, and we react to it. You feel me? As opposed to like having a plan, bro, or knowing the course of action. Like, okay, this protocol. Like, if this shit happened, you respond in this way. Like. Right. We just shit happened to us, and we just uh, what the fuck, bro? Like, gotta throw on a different gotta, suit for every occasion. You feel me? Like, and that's the education <laughs> we don't get, bro. We don't get that that's education. Why I use the monkey all the time. I'm not gonna lie, wow. I literally don't dress up no more. <laughs> At this point, I'm just not trying to put myself in situations and spaces that call for me to dress up and put that mask on. Like, if I gotta dress up and put a mask on, then I don't need to be there. That's a fact. And if God forbid, if I have them encounters that we all dread. Then it's gonna be. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm combative as all out back. You got to you be not now. gonna take my ID just because I look suspicious. What? What looks suspicious? Uh, my cologne? <laughs> like, what super senses do you have to say I'm suspicious? Everybody know I'm legit, so I can act like this. And yeah, and y'all, y'all, y'all hit some points. Baby. Like back at that stigma, bro. What stigma? Y'all know that uh, stigma that was created in the hood, bro. When everybody chilling, they go to popo, run. Yeah. Because for one, we know ain't none of us call the police, and we know they ain't coming over here to protect and serve. I'm running. So anytime they come over here, some bad shit finna go down. That's why I'm up and say, hey, they go troll. Right, they go to right. popo, all that type. That stigma was created because somebody's getting snatched from that bitch once they leave. Somebody going in the car. It's not in the night, not in our neighborhood. It's not, oh, you all have a nice day. It's never that. Ooh, you just saying our neighborhood. Y'all know I'm into the real estate right now. I'm flipping houses and doing my thing. Shout so, out, thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So, how do you know you're in a good pro us Ooh, community and neighborhood so you moving true, into? Bro. What are you looking for? Cause I'll be house hunting. I'll be like, uh, you know, first thing, the red, the red flags is always red flags. If I see a Confederate flag, nope, mm -hmm. this ain't my side of town. Nah. But how do you find a pro us community? That is a great, 
That's question. That's a great question. Because oftentimes you hear our own people say, I can't live with us. Or I can't live around us. Yeah. I've never been that type. Mm -hmm. Never been that type. I love us too much. Yeah. I feel targeted. And I feel like we need each other. <laughs> That's a oh. fact, man. We got to build, bro. I believe in this shit so much, bro. You got to be the change you want to see in the world, bro. You know, I believe on top of that. And yes, Trent, you was talking about me. I am that Negro. I, <laughs> I'm not going to move in the hood with the resource. No. If I, I ain't talking got, about the hood, bro. It got to be the hood, though, But bro. you know, like, no, like, the, the like the middle, upper middle class. Yeah, I'm with hood, that. Bro. Yeah, I know. But I ain't going to move. Like, I ain't going to the south side. And y'all know I'm always have big screen TVs. I'm always going to have some toys around the house. Yeah. And then every couple years, I walk in my house, ain't nothing in there no Ain't nothing in there, I ain't living there. I got the resources. Y'all don't. And I can't get mad when y'all come take me up through there because y'all ain't got the resources. So when moving to that other community that's like ours, I just believe you got to be around like-minded people. Mm -hmm. Look here, I'm going to tell y'all a secret real quick. <clears throat> if y'all don't get greeted by an old lady peeking out the window, that ain't our neighborhood. That ain't neighborhood you trying to be in. It's always an old lady that's going to peek out the window. somebody watching. Yeah. Like and it's going to be one of us. Shit, they're they not going to speak to you at first. There you go. They don't know who you is. They're going to be looking, though. Yeah. It's, in some neighborhoods, you might get approached. Hey, welcome to the neighborhood. Where you from? What you about? What you doing? Mm -hmm. If See, you don't man, get those approaches. That's not the neighborhood you want to be in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. It's got to be a sense of community. But you know what I believe as well, bro? I don't believe it's as bad as the perception is. I didn't try to say, oh, people don't, it's no sense of community no more. And people just, I don't think it is. That's the case. I just feel like that's the narrative they want to put out so people will give up. They're like, oh, it's already messed up. So I might as well not try. Yeah, because my community, everybody pretty much lean on you each other. You see what I'm saying? If they like, need something, they can knock on the next one. If you one actually like go that. to these communities, like these tight-knit ones, bro, that, that same sense of like togetherness is there, bro. Helping each other, like got each other back. Watch out for each other, that type of stuff. It's still there. I don't know why the narrative is like that. I don't know. I can I mean, tell you. I know. I, yeah, you're right. I can tell you because yeah. honestly, bro, we just started this. This whole sense of community, black community, all stuff, is still fairly new. But it, it comes and goes though, because it was, and then it, it it dropped off, and then it came back. I give it a hundred years. Which a hundred years is what two, three generations. It's, but think about it like this though. But so we starting from. Because it was what integration that really messed everything up, right? Yeah, yes. pretty much. <laughs> yes. Pretty hey, much. you don't want to say yes. Yeah, so much. we kind of from integration on forward, but it's been getting better. I wasn't even kind of that. I was talking like nineteen twenties, like once black business was booming and black communities was booming, and then like you said, integration happened, which I count that was one of your down. Like you said, up and down. Yeah, that was a down. But even thing. right now, the number one city in Florida, the first black city in Florida, being Edenville, Florida, is getting, I'm going to call it gentrified. Pretty and much. So. Even the, some of the five boroughs of New York are getting gentrified. Oh, Brooklyn, like, Brooklyn, gone, bro. A lot of places that we hold near and dear to our community yeah. is getting gentrified. And then the history of it is getting worse. <laughs> they put a soccer stadium. On Paramore in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, I saw that when I was down. That's Since we talk about gentrification, y'all, they put a soccer stadium on Paramore. If you're from the old, you know what Paramore about. You know who stay around there. You know it's nothing but the PJs, public housing. All that is gone. 
the little community gas stations that took a chance and was like, I'm going to open up a gas station in the nah, middle nah. of a struggling community. Nah, I'm, I'm going to take those chances <laughs> of getting work from make some money my too. making $100 million a year. The older people that took those chances are being brought out. And they also have their rent doubled, tripled. Oh, we own your building. We own your land that your building sits on. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of loopholes going on. A lot of that shit. Like, that church that's there. It, it stick out like a sore thumb. If you ever go, bro, to the stadium, it's a church. Everybody was mad at the pastor. Like, why you ain't sell it? You know? He's like, no, it's deeper than that. Yeah, Y'all tripping. Yeah. Do you not know how hard it is to obtain a home? For your community, a place safe haven for your community. Man, we had a black, we had a black Wall Street. They burnt that down. Yeah, bombed that down, bro. <laughs> bomb, like we, literally bomb. Bro. Yeah. People that live here in this black country, stockbrokers, bomb some other that. people that live in this country, bro. We had so black pharmacies, right? Black yeah, libraries. Yeah, yeah it was stuff, a whole bro. street. So let's but shout out what? the black Is cities that... that we do have. Exactly. Shout out to ATL. Shout out to Houston. Go Houston. Bay Area was cracking. Yo, uh, Dallas, what's up? We definitely, especially with this technology, DC. man, we could take DC. over a whole different Chocolate. space, bro. We could take over a whole different space. They Yo, so this is our opportunity for us to do it again and do it better, bro. That's what I was thinking about. Even with the gentrification. Gentrification, gotcha. Thank you. My words. <laughs> Even with that, it's like we can use this as an opportunity to start new, bro, and do better. Like, learn from all the mistakes when we was building up the last time. Build up some new stuff in different areas. Like, imprint the new ideas from the new generation on things. Like, what's the world going to be like when we the, when we the old heads? We are. You feel, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, when we the ones <coughs> in our 50s, 60s. That'll be the change that we put out when we get in our And 50s we got to start 60s, doing it now. What we see happening is what we put out. And we got to start doing it now, bro. So, okay, yeah, they're trying to come buy up our old spots. Let's go buy up their old spots. Let's turn it into something new, something popping, you feel me? Like, own it. So next time they come around, we can charge them the bag. Like, learn from the mistakes, bro. Ch charge chat 40 for the gram. You feel me? <laughs> That's the bro. solution. Keep charging. Y'all just dropped me? the dime right there. <laughs> just dropped the dime. Brother so, said, wanna... <laughs> buy the land. So when they come around the next time, we can bang their ass across the head. Charge the bag, bro. For the bag, bro. All right, so how long we trying to go? Cause I keep it going. Nah, we going, bro. All right, better up. So next, I'm just segue to a whole nother space and place. Damn. When I said charge chat, double for the bag. How do y'all feel about the legalization of marijuana? which was ultimately a hustle for the black community that's been here for a long time uh -huh. and has even helped some of us get out some tight, tight spaces and a places. A lot of us get out some tight spaces. But now it's kind of like we've been doing this for so long and people have been like hard down hustlers. They've been in the game taking the risk for decades of their life. And some people have caught decades in prison system. For marijuana. For marijuana. Non-violent offense. <laughs> Non-violent, non-violent offense. Now that you say it's cool, a lot of street hustlers are getting dominated by the dispensaries. Like, if you get a card or you can go to the dispensary, why not go there? It's so much safer. Chad ain't coming to the hood no more. It's so much safer, bro. You feel me? Oh, you know exactly what my stuff name is. You can give me the scientific breakdown on it. Oh, it's a nice package. Oh, yeah, I make edibles. Oh, that's so cool. Like, And it's amazing that we're not leading this new endeavor because they're not letting us in bro like they still not even letting people out of jail bro 
Like, okay, look. I don't get me wrong. No, 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 no. I understand. Cause I could, I could look at it from both sides. You feel me? So they talking about like, okay, well, well during that time it was a crime. They committed a crime, so they should be in jail. Okay, but the sentences were were too harsh to begin with. So that's the first thing we could go back on. Look and see how long people have served already. Okay, you've served this amount of years. That's enough for a non-violent offense. Like, that's like a, I mean, it's not, obviously not a speeding ticket, but it's like, like a small offense, bro. You feel me? It shouldn't be federal. It really shouldn't. Like, because this wasn't one of those drugs that was just like causing high mortality rates. Like, if you out here slinging like meth or like something that is like causes people to go through like hallucinogens, stuff like that. Health, like yeah. health issues, Depression. bro. When I'm talking more like stuff like stuff you get super addicted to or things that Opioid. deteriorate your body. Oh, you talking about an opioid yeah. crisis. You feel me like... Some people okay. going through the crisis. So shit you can shoot up with, stuff like that. Yeah, so, man. But now that we see this clear as day separation of attention and addressing medical disorders because the, uh, the opioid crisis is being definitely treated way and handled way better than the crack epidemic. Yeah. Like, the crack epidemic... Everybody had to go to jail. There was prison. They had it, to was, it was us using the crack. Yeah. yeah. When crack hit in the 80s, people say that that's older than us, but that was some wild shit. Yeah. But same thing now, but right. now they're saying it's a yeah. medical thing. Because now it's Susie and uh, Bill and um, Tyson. Chad. I'm going to keep saying Chad. Chad. <laughs> Chad. Chad Doberman. Chad Doberman. <laughs> he addicted to pills. He can't stop popping them bitch. Oh, now it's a crisis. It's yeah, a problem. Bro. And that's, this is what the whole point of that whole topic was. We do not create the narrative. We do not create the line of what's good, what's bad, what's right and wrong. But in the black community, we have to unite the whole community. And some of y'all ain't going to feel me on this point. And I can give a damn because my name up to it. <laughs> and I don't care what you say. You heard? The black community needs to embrace the whole black community, Facts. whether that be the gay, yep. trans, Facts. Muslim, Hindu, Christian, Facts. no other community True. that's thriving separates to the point where they won't even speak to each other. They you should be black first. You should be black first and then whatever else you are. People are scared of the black Muslim. You should be black first. You should be black first and then whatever else you are. You're a black Muslim. You're a black Christian. You're a black, you know, Buddhist. You're a black whatever you a black author you a black butcher you a black teacher like you should be black first and then whatever else you are we need to have that sense of community like anytime you see a black person bro you should be able to be like okay i'm good i don't care like if you go anywhere you see, and you see some more black people you should be like okay i'm good because he said they got my back i got their back like exactly. you look at them getting a little and head nod like you good, you're good. You're today. Right. <laughs> anytime you get wrong today <laughs> oh i know these five look, gonna man. go Come on, bro. Nah, we bro. gotta have that. We gotta have that. First. We yes, gotta sir. have that, bro. We that's, gotta have that. That's the yeah. that's the key right now because we gotta take care of women see, too, bro. There's a lot of the cultures that accept. We losing our women, bro. Oh, our women. First and foremost, let's say we love our women. Bro, I love that will be protect black woman. I love that's y'all. a we mantra. Got we got two. If y'all don't never hear, or y'all don't hear it enough. You, you are know, beautiful. Y'all, you I are enough. I love y'all black women. You too. ain't got no attitude. Yeah, I've been through a lot. We right. know y'all been through a lot. And I hate to see it, but we are losing y'all, and that's sad. 
That's because y'all are the cream of the crop and y'all are the key to our success. See, yeah. we the muscle. Ain't nobody gonna outmuscle the black nah, man. Right. But when you got the black woman to bounce out that intelligence and that knowledge and that genius, you feel me, bro? They hate to see it. They we gonna play that Jaheen for y'all. Gotta right. find our way back to y'all. I'll come try on, to come, y'all come, come back, baby. Y'all gotta we might get not that be perfect. Hey, we might not be perfect, but goddamn it, we worth it. We worth it for real, man. And ain't nothing like two black people together. Nah, it's I magic. love that. My parents been married it's for thirty magic. years. I just love to see it. Yeah. Whether I don't like, I don't stay in the house anymore, and I know shit went down in that marriage and stuff like that. Yeah. But just to see it, hey, I seen it too. Twenty six years in the game. Right. Yeah, man. People all got, we all got our problems and shit like that, but to see yeah. it, oh man, I love it. I mean, come on, we, like you I said, bro, we all got our problems, bro. You got, but you got to figure out a way to, uh, got to figure out a way to push through that, man. That's the thing about it, like we ain't always gonna agree. Love what you do in the community. We ain't always hey, gonna agree, got bro. To. We gotta agree to, you feel me, get along. Ain't always gotta agree, just agree to get along, bro. This That's is it. this is lines, for, this right. is bars, bro. This is bars, bro. I'm telling no facts. This is bars, bro. Oh, yeah, definitely. Got to agree to get along, man. When it comes, down, and it's not that hard. It's not that hard. You just respect people and their opinion and stuff, bro. You feel me? You just have like is. a a certain level that you carry yourself with. Like man, people got a lot of pride, and come when on, we come man. with dealing with the next black person, we have to put our pride aside. And we got to keep we got to keep owning stuff, bro. Keep buying up stuff, bro. Keep trying man, to go talk to that old lady in the community that's about to lose her house to yeah, the, man. to the bank. She about to go bankrupt. Go yeah. go help her out. Go get that. Always said, but it's true. It's true. Man, please go support a black bitch. I was just about to say that too. Man. Eat Dog, black. bro. Everything. Not this shirt, bro, but like, yo, I'm telling you, I buy most, of the, most of the clothes no. I buy now, bro, is from people I know that like, like make stuff, bro. You feel me, like, bro? And I just do it, bro. Cause I mean, think about it. you gonna spend the same amount, or it might it might be a little less if you go to the store, bro. But I love you. It's gonna you be actually a lot less. know this person. Bro, nah, because I be getting some t-shirts from dude, bro, and I be paying like twenty-five dollars, bro. Like, the real, nah, or and it's the same amount of price you'll get I for mean, like a regular t-shirt at the Nike store, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, wait, 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 wait. Let me let me clarify why I said that though. It's the reason I say it's gonna be a lot more expensive because we're not just breaking into the manufacturing industry. We can't manufacture on a grand scale level right. compared to a business that's but, been around here by no, but think about this though. But think about this though. If we all were to buy from them individually, bro, the spending power of black Americans, bro, is that of, of a small nation, bro. Like, if we put the money in the right hands. You feel me? Agreed. But, so all we got to do they, is pick like a couple, bro. And see that shift change fast, Exactly, too. bro. Fast. Once the money comes into the black community and bro, we support each other, bro, oh, we'll fast, see that bro. change. That change. With, the fast, right huh? With the right community. Yeah, but we got to build like, that. We got to keep building you that. Drop get a, to that. If you drop a meal inside the wrong hands, that meal was not well spent. You drop a meal in the right hand in the right community, oh, that thing going to do numbers. That's why we need structure. We need groups again, bro. Like mm -hmm. how they used to have all these different groups of organizations and stuff. We need mm -hmm. to get back to that. We need more. We need like-minded individuals. We or or we could like group up a large amount of people and then have them have like a speaker, bro. And then we could get the speakers right. together, bro, and create like large like right. conglomerates and groups in that way. So we can start sharing ideas and, we can and come up with consensus, bro. Like, we, so that people can get a better idea how you feel in certain areas. Like, yeah, you know, we got our governors and stuff. But like, the only Who's race... Our black governor? The only race, political race David we actually Banner, get to know... in Mississippi. Stuff like that, We get bro. to know about... Like the candidates and their names and stuff is presidential, and that's the one that affects us the least. Like, why don't we get all the coverage about like the the the, the gubernatorial race and the and the the mayoral the mayoral race and stuff like that? Simple. Like, we don't believe in it. But I'm saying though, like that's the stuff we need to be more invested in on that side of the fence. But on our side of the fence, we need to 
create our own, bro. We need to stop depending yeah. on other people to write our history. We need to stop depending on other people to educate us. We need to stop depending on other people to new, fill us with our nutrition, bro. Food. We need to stop eating all the bullshit and start working out, bro. Oh, yeah, my bro. God. For real. He said food. Bro, I don't know why in the hell y'all think it is so okay. Shout out to Marlon. He got his garden. I got one. Uh, we working on everybody in FOB getting the garden. I don't know why the hell y'all think it's okay to take food from a white farmer. Bruh. They learned how to farm from us. FOB Up supports the local farm market. They're on Come Tuesdays on, and Thursdays. Come on, and they're fairly So ain't cheap. no way in hell. <laughs> you got the green thumb. First off, because you can be outside all day in that oh, yard. Damn. Wait a minute, you just without said and you need any, to be and you need to be outside. Any problem. Y'all just spoke on something. You need to be outside. We need to be outside. We need to be in the sun. We need to be in the sun, bro. How we went from working the land to not want to be on the land, too scared to touch the Ain't land. No too, more, what the black farmers, the percentage? I forgot. I looked it up a couple low. months ago. It is so low. low. How is that possible? We used to own these lands. We used to work these lands. Our people used to be sharecroppers, so once they worked off their years, the land was theirs. That's what they did. They farmed but now we, to provide. Now we lost all that. We don't all even right. have our... We got to get it, y'all. That used to be our whole our sake, our namesake. We know how to work this land. We don't know nothing else. We know how to do this. We don't know how to do that no more. And every other culture, I ain't about to call nobody out, but there's some hardworking other cultures out here that's doing the, doing the legwork. That's doing the, okay, we don't know how to do this, but we'll pay for it. Hey, See, Grandma Recipe just got sold for ten thousand dollars. We fought for all the goddamn distractions, bro. We fought for all the distractions. We fought for all the distractions. Any new, fancy, flashy, crazy attention grabbing, like destructive, we fought for it all, bro. Yeah, we gotta get on it right then and there. Come on, man. We gotta get out of that conditioning. We gotta get out of that conditioning. We gotta start being independent thinkers again, bro. We depend too much. Too dependent, bro. Too dependent. Like too dependent, and it's obvious. Reason. This this quarantine shit made made how obvious it was. Like people not being able to adapt to situations and and think on the fly, bro. We gotta have discipline. We need discipline. Bro. And stop looking to celebrities to know it, what they're doing. Just because somebody is famous, that don't means that they well equipped to handle certain things. That's why we need these groups so we could elect our leaders, bro. People who actually got experience and that can mm -hmm. speak for the, the the group. You feel me, like. We just Tell need us to, how to move. We need more group think. What we need to actually start things. having conversations, bro. Like, we need to just have conversations with each other, bro. Like, and just see how people feel about certain things. Like, yo, what's going on with you, bro? Like, what's some of the things that you worried about? Like, what's bothering you around where you live? You feel me? Like, like, the newest trap right now is everybody talking about they buying their own home. Shouts out bro. to all the millennial homeowners. I'm proud of y'all. But I'm also kind of disappointed in the trap that you fell for because... Just because you buy, you have a mortgage, doesn't make you a homeowner. You have to pay off that mortgage to own that home. Let you not pay off that home and you be about $20,000 away from paying it off. Oh, they come to get that. And you've been working all your life, but you didn't fail for a trap. Don't live above your means. Just because you own the house doesn't necessarily mean you own the land. Speak, I'm going to tell you facts. Speak, bro. I'm going to tell you who owned the land, a sovereign citizen of the U.S. Hmm. 
But we'll that's a little too deep for y'all. We'll have to do a whole nother podcast or shit yeah, like that. You, you, you done rough me up a little bit. Hey, I'm yeah, really excited, yeah. bro. You know I do this, it's man. Shout out to school. So you pay that mortgage, but you don't own that land. Stay down till you come up. Well, you can take you in your house off. Stay down till you come up. Somebody can go over there and say that's theirs, motherfucker. And whoop. Let me get oh, I struck oil. You got to get on. No, you ain't struck oil. I struck oil. Appreciate you. Let me get that land. Yeah, so we got to get educated on that, y'all. But that's who. That's why I fuck with the idea when cousin was talking about buying land in other countries, bro. That's always been something I thought about because I actually was born in a different country. Support Africa. And when you, you do, me, it's actually your land. It's your land, bro. You and buy the you land, die, bro. There is no trick, no place nah, around bro. it. It goes straight it's to your land, next bro. decision. It's just America. But you see, the American system is built on debt because they in so much debt, bro. So that's why we got the credit system. Like, oh, yeah, you just, because I know you're going to work it all, so I'll give you a certain amount, because mm-hmm. I know that you can work for a certain period of time and be able to pay that back. Like, that's good. what it's based well, on. I know you're good for it. You just Anybody listening to this thing that FOB is really up on game and stuff like that, honestly, I just watch other coaches move. You know what's watch big, though? Coaches. You got to travel. You got to travel. Been you got to get out your comfort zone. You got to get out your comfort zone. You got to travel. Go different places. Go to a different city, bro. I bet you if you go to a different city, you'll see something different in the city that you're in. Go to a different state, you'll see something different from the state you're in. That it. Go to a different region, same thing. Different con- right. con- con- uh, country, same thing. Different continent, same thing. Like, Broaden your horizons, but You folks, got to travel, bro. I That's love the- Jamaica and all that. We got to get past there. Go out to Europe. See how they live over there. Go to Africa. Go to Africa. Africa. There's so like, many countries yeah. in Africa, bro. Go to Trinidad and Tobago. So right. Go to Guyana, bro. Right. We got the Eastern Caribbean, too. You like feel People me, don't bro. hear about that. You Go to Antigua. You feel me, It's bro. more than just the Bahamas and Jamaica and Cozumel, Mexico. But, hey, y'all, y'all got to go. Go to Montserrat. You right. feel you me, like... Yeah, go to Morocco. If you're going to go bro. to these places, understand the difference between America's racism and, and the world's racism, colorism. Bro. Oh, yeah, colorism is real. Once you get more culture and you travel, understand colorism becomes a thing. And that's how deep it is, bro. That's 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 how deep it is with the black race, the black diaspora on this planet, bro. Like, outside of the places where we're the majority, bro, like, and even in the places where we're the majority, we have our own internal conflicts based on the systems of racism, bro, that brought us to those specific regions. But on top of that, bro, it's just like our perception in the world, bro. Other races feel like they have to compete. No, they but they feel like it's okay for them to treat us or look at us in a certain way. Like that stigma is on us around the world. So if you go to Asia, bro, they feel like it's okay for them to treat you like how white people treat you. If you go to the Middle East, bro, they feel like it's okay for them to treat you like how white people treat you. Like that's how it is, bro. <laughs> right, bro. We black and brown, bro. And the Spanish man think he has the nerve to talk down on us. That's crazy. Shouldn't be like that. I went to Cuba. Y'all know I went to Cuba. I love Cuba. I love Cuba too. Lord, I love Cuba. Shout out to Cuba. Been a few times too, bro. When I went to Cuba, that's when I was exposed to the Afro Cubans. Mm -hmm. Now let me. I love Afro Cubans. I don't love everybody. I just love Afro Cubans. (laughs) I fuck with everybody. Yeah. I just don't love everybody. It's different. That's the difference. (laughs) I like everybody. I don't love everybody. So, Afro Cubans, yeah, they they their struggle is similar to the African American struggle. The only reason the African Americans we're so unique in our struggles because it goes so deep and it hurts so bad. Yeah, and it's like okay, there is no safe haven, there is no like rest, there is no calm ease about being an African American. Only easing. 
It's for us to be together, be around each other. Because us having this conversation right now, I feel so much better. I feel good within. Like, it's cleansing. I'm going to let y'all know right now, we having this conversation in the middle of Hicktown. Right. Yeah, nah. As soon as I turned down the block, I was like, oh, yeah, we somewhere, bro. And I ain't worried about nothing. Oh, yeah, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm more Huey uh, P. News than Malcolm X than I am Martin Luther King. You feel me? I'm just me. So. Always remember, power is the ability to define phenomena and make it act in a desired manner. Preach. Have that mentality every day y'all step outside. Because I put it on Twitter. God forbid I don't want to run into the situation. But if I got to hurt somebody to make it home to T3, that's just what it's going to be. That's just what it's going to be. And I mean bro. that, y'all. And I hope y'all take that with y'all, too, bro. bro. We were talking about that on uh, the group bro. message, bro. Don't take that lightly. Time, not at all, man. It's not a, it's Learn not a how reason. to defend yourself. It's not a Shut reason. Shut up, Black Rambo. Learn how to defend yourself. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not a coincidence that you can't find any bullets right now during the mm -hmm. pandemic. Be able to shoot, bro. Oh, well, they stopped selling them because, you know, they don't want people. Yeah. No, nah, they ain't uh, stopped selling nothing. Uh, Money ain't stopped rotating. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's bought up. <laughs> yeah. Sold out and no longer on the shelves. It's two different things. Two different things, bro. That shit's crazy. But, I just wanted to talk about one more thing before we get out of here, man. I feel like, and I probably know this for a fact, this just speaks to the resiliency of black people, bro, because all the different situations they put us under with medical the type of food they feed us bro like the psychological school systems like all the different ways they try to attack us bro if they could lower our numbers to have us like our native american people bro they would and ignore us bro like they would get our numbers so low where we wouldn't be a threat in any way bro and they just stick us somewhere in the corner and just ignore us bro but our resiliency is so much because they tried to stick us in corners mm -hmm. they, they feel me like they tried to and we just kept getting up out of them shit. we kept flourishing we kept flourishing we kept flourishing and then they realized okay well we could get money off the top let's get money off the top and let's still try to mess with the roots like but the stuff that's going on with the native americans in this country bro dog like they decimated a whole population of people bro over like time you feel me push them to a corner bro Push them to the worst possible corner ever. We don't talk about that enough. They push them to the worst possible where you can't grow nothing and just left them over there, bro. Like, <laughs> they they we, get ravaged. Like we don't talk they don't about get that no shit funding. enough. You feel me? As soon as they find some stuff and they need something, bro, they push them to another part, bro. And it's just like, what y'all gonna do? Nothing. Are we talking about like standing rock. We talking about a whole bunch of different places. We you talking about to, the whole. But these, have you ever been to a reservation? I haven't personally, bro. But I've like done a little bit, like a little, little bit of research on it, bro. A lot of them joints, unless they have like a major casino, they are terrible, bro. Oh, like yeah, horrible. And this is where these people live, bro. Like that's all they got. That's theirs. And it's the whole theirs. country that was theirs, but we, right. you know, that's what these I'm Europeans stuck can't on. do them. It's just crazy. like, no, this our shit now, bro. Like, so, I'm listening I'm right gonna, now. People going to be like, go ahead. Oh, no, you can't, bro. Other people going to be in that mother talking about, why y'all talking about old stuff? Why y'all stuck in the past? Let's move forward. There is no move forward, forward bro. without addressing the what old happened. stuff, bro. Yeah, and unfortunately, like you said, education—the trail of tears—is no longer being taught. Slowly, we're slowly trying to take away from some very <laughs> real oh, shit, real yeah. moments oh, that real, real in moments, our history bro. books were Americans. Think about that. They don't talk about nobody else being killed. They ain't talk about what they had to go through. They hoop motherfuckers that they killed to get what they got. Come on, bro. Nah, Victor the only motherfuckers that died in our history books was Americans. 
Good old heroes. Oh, that's why you can't tell. <laughs> in certain states, you can't tell nothing. Like Texas, you can't tell no Texas nothing. They got Texas history. Man. They Everywhere proud. you see a white yeah, person, Texas you should be China, able to bro. see what they call an Indian. Where the fuck that word came from. Yeah, bro. But no, it's not like that. Because It's far and in between when you see somebody. This stupid motherfucker named Christopher Dumbass thought he was in India. That's how bad of a navigator that man was. He thought he was on a whole different side of the world. Came here, met some people, talking about some. He discovered some shit. All he brought over here was disease, bro. And then he raped and pillaged, bro. Smallpox. Come on, man. Because, some people actually take pride in that. Some people see him as a hero because he was that raper, that pillager. He was that conqueror. Some people look up to that. Some people the look. Whole population of people is decimated. Yeah, some people look up there. Wipe them out. They're bro. in danger. Come on, dog. How, how can they be? How can they be? And we're in America, <laughs> aka the melting pot of the world. Melting pot. And if you feel uncomfortable while you listening to this, it's maybe because you should have heard this already. You feel me? I almost said something else, but I'm leaving alone. <laughs> when you feel uncomfortable about something, that means it goes against the grain of what you've always been taught. Yeah, look yourself and in it, the mirror. Yeah, and it kind of makes sense what somebody talking about, but you don't want to go against it. Because since you was two, three years old, your mama poured all that into you, what she knows. Now nah, we got to break that. We got to break that. It's too much information now, bro. We got access to too much information now. Way much deeper. No, and and to a certain degree, you can't blame them because they didn't have access to the resource to actually go and look shit up. They was pushing what they knew, or they or their lives were too hard. They didn't have the time. We got a little bit, little bit of easier lives in the sense of our work schedule, and what we could afford, and we got access to information with all these with the internet. You feel me? Like, so it's no excuse now. I was the gun, bro. Like was the ultimate equalizer because it changed the way the world worked bro like once they figured out the gun but the internet bro is like the next thing bro. all right y'all gonna, gonna keep this conversation going keep playing with me the internet is the next thing the bro. Gun. it ain't no coincidence two communities get real hunky-dory with each other and one created bombs tnt another one weaponized the gun yeah. and today those are the two thriving communities yep. of society that's a fact though Coincidence? I think not. Oh, nigga, I am not a conspiracy. And if you don't know me, I'm just a historian. Talking about. But anyway. Right. Go, go look into it. It's key. It's key. Hope a lot of this didn't go over your head. Hey man, that's how we doing it. But I think we gonna wrap it up. We gonna wrap it up. All right. So F O B three fifths. Be in the building. Yes, sir. I got Big Bro Train with me. Train, tell them your um social medias and stuff where they could get at you, where they could reach you at. All right, I can get at me on Twitter, T underscore Nasty 53. Been like that for a long time. Facebook, Trinidad Wilson. I don't really add nobody but family. So <laughs> if I don't know you, <laughs> you're probably not going to get at it. Don't Word. do it. And I got Cuzzo, Cuzzo with me. Man, look, Instagram, Dark Tall and Handsome. I don't care what you think. Uh, <laughs> Twitter, I'm Upton Boss. Never got lost. Gonna keep being that. Facebook, same thing. Upton Boss, Crossway. That's about it. Yeah, and I mean, y'all know my stuff, but I'm gonna give it out again, man. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Marlo Farin, M A R L O F A R I A N. Like Rasta Farin, but Marlo Farin. You feel me? And you get on there, I got links to everything else, man. Um. Yeah, Bless up. that's it, man. Three fifths. F O B be in here. President. You feel me? Yo, rest in peace to all those. You feel me? Y'all stay safe out here, man. Do what you got to do. Still try to live life, but do it in a safe way. 
All right. Love. Be out, everybody. <laughs>